Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's June 27, 2020, and this is episode 708. It has been a crazy month. I finalised my 10th fiscal year's accounts with my tax accountant and also visited a judicial scrivener to extend my position as the head of Martin Bailey Photography KK because apparently here in Japan you're automatically fired on the day that you hold the last meeting of the shareholders which is me but as these are official procedures we have to document them and in turn file the appropriate papers. The funny thing is if I don't actually go ahead and fire myself and fail to visit the Scrivener and pay him to reinstate myself as the CEO of my company, I get fined around $300 by the government and my company is put into liquidation. Luckily for me, I work with a tax accountant that keeps his eye on all of these things for me, because without him, I'd miss all of these things. Having spent most of the last three months in self-isolation, spending my time working on a big update to my photographer's friend app, I also have the remnants of that pesky little brain tumour to look after. And that means a quarterly visit to the hospital in the middle of Tokyo. So I figured it would be a good opportunity to push a roll of medium format film through my Rolleiflex and see what I could do with Tokyo under the shadow of the coronavirus. Unfortunately, despite the countless negative aspects of the virus, like death and financial ruin, which I obviously do not want to belittle, it turned out to be a relatively pleasant trip into the city. Sitting on the train in the morning rush hour rather than standing sardine style was the first bonus. Many people continued to work remotely, and as you can see from this first photo of the ticket gates on the exit of the Onarimon station, the number of people in transit is still very low despite us now having our travel restrictions lifted. From June 19, we are once again able to travel between prefectures here in Japan, so the trains are starting to gradually fill again. I live on the border of what is essentially the state of Tokyo, with the neighbouring Kanagawa prefecture, and jumped into my car on the 19th to go and grab something from a store just over the border and the roads were packed. I estimated that it would take me at least 90 minutes to run a 10-minute errand, so I swung my car around and went home. It wasn't important to do it on that day. As I walked up the stairs from the platform just before shooting this first image for today, which you can see at mbp.ac slash 708 if you're not watching or listening on a device where you can see the images, there was actually no one around the ticket gates. It was completely surreal, but as I took the cover off my rollie and set the exposure, these people appeared from nowhere and still only accounted for probably 10% of the number of people I would usually see going through these gates at this time of day. But the effects that the virus has had on Tokyo are pretty obvious, including the masks, although... Around half of these people would have been wearing masks anyway, even before the virus. 
The next shot from a few minutes later was another rarity. I could have walked up this escalator unhindered, while usually there's a person on almost every step. It was a nice chance to capture the metallic sheen of the sides of the escalators and the light radiating from the exit opening. On a technical note, at times like this I am still relying very much on the meter in my 56-year-old Roliflex, and I'm always impressed on how accurate it is, even in conditions like this. I really like how we can see the detail in the dark steps, as well as the highlights as the scene gets brighter. Before we go on, let me explain that I'm going to quickly go through all 12 images from the roll of Roli RPX100 film that I shot. But like this one, they aren't all great shots. I'm going to share them all anyway to show you my thought process and that really needs to include the lesser images as well. Here I noticed the sparrow jumping around on top of the walkway connecting the fourth floor of the hospital to another building. The sparrow is pretty much unrecognisable just below the centre of the frame but I was literally struck by the fact that these tiny birds spend their days in the metropolis so minute compared to their surroundings and wondered if they realised that they lived in one of the largest cities on the planet. Of course they don't, but the scale struck me to the point that I thought it was worth a frame. I walked along to a window in the middle of the fifth floor and shot the following two images. I was struck by how few people there were on the streets again. This isn't a particularly busy area of Tokyo anyway, but when I first looked there was a taxi and a truck and just a few people. I also liked the vantage point, so I initially grabbed this frame. After that shot though, a number of people did walk into the scene, though again it felt sparse and almost barren so I grabbed a second frame of the same scene. I timed it so that the person crossing the road in the foreground was in approximately the same location as the taxi in the first frame. After a chat with my doctor and on my way to the pharmacy to pick up my medication, I shot a few scenes that I noticed on the way to the hospital. As usually, the light had been better earlier, but I was already late and thought it better to leave these shots until afterwards. I'm still relatively happy with them though. Here I found the contrast between the older dark building on the left with the newer light coloured building on the right interesting and the Mori Tower building peeping over the top of the buildings in the back. This next image is the side of the same building and I was attracted to this by the rugged feel with the pipes and vents attached to the outside of the buildings. I don't photograph the city often, but I do find these rugged industrial aspects appealing. Also, although I'm not a huge fan of grain, I find the grain that is visible towards the bottom of this image quite appealing. I've been using the Silverfast scanning software on recommendation from listeners following an earlier blog post, and although I had some initial concerns, I'm pretty happy with the results and the workflow now, so next week I'll talk about that process a little. I was reminded of that software by talking about the grain, because I had some images 
that were too grainy compared to the Canon scanning software, but as I get accustomed to the settings, Silverfast does seem to provide quite pleasing film grain, rather than smoothing it over as the Canon software does, and I think I've learnt to appreciate this. Here's another angle of the same building, this time showing more of the pipes on the right side and more of the Modi Tower building in the distance. Again, it's the industrial feel to this shot that's appealing to me, but I prefer the balance in the previous image. I then recalled the angles and juxtaposition of the two buildings that I shot square on earlier and walked back to shoot that, as you can see in this next image. I found this appealing as I walked to the hospital, but I'd forgotten about it, not noticing as I walked in the opposite direction, and then I remembered to look back, and realised that I'd forgotten this. I like the angles, and again the play between the darker, older buildings and the newer, lighter building. It's not very noticeable, but I was using an orange filter on the taking lens of the Rolly, trying to darken the sky down a little, but this is the only shot in which I can really see the effect. I also like that the light meter built into the Rolly has an exposure compensation dial, so I can dial in two-thirds of a stop compensation for the filter. Not bad for a camera that's three years older than I am. As I turned, I saw the two similar staircases on this foreground and distant building and grabbed a quick shot here too. Again, I also like the light and dark, almost yin and yang style aspects here too. I cropped this down by around 15% on the top and left side to make it more symmetrical and to remove some annoying features on the top and left side. It's nice working with the 75mm prime lens, which is the equivalent of a 50mm lens on a 35mm system, but sometimes I do have to crop in a little like this, but not too often. Back in the Onadimon station, I was again surprised by how few people there were on the platform, leading to shot number 11 that you can see here. At this time of day, this isn't a busy station, but still, it felt overly empty due to the stay-home policy in Tokyo and general caution of the population here. I used the last shot of the roll to get the train coming into the station at Jimbocho that we would ride home through the city and out to the west where we live. At ISO 100, even at f3.5, I was only able to get a shutter speed of an eighth of a second, so the train is blurred. I'd hoped it would turn out a little more artistic, but this is what I ended up with. I kind of regretted using that last frame on the train, as I saw an opportunity for a self-portrait as we went through the dark tunnels of the underground, turning the windows into mirrors and the lack of people on the train made it the perfect opportunity, but I didn't think it was worth putting a second roll of film into the rolly, and even if I had, I wouldn't have finished the roll, so I left it out. I enjoyed giving myself this little project, as the limitation of the 12 frames to try and form a cohesive set of images is a nice challenge, and... I also like to try and make as many decent images as I can, 
With digital, I'm still a careful photographer, but when every frame costs a few dollars, especially when you consider the cost of chemicals as well, it makes you just a little bit more cautious. I processed the film when I got home late yesterday afternoon and scanned it in this morning, on Saturday the 27th of September 2020. It's strange that the development work that I'm doing has turned into my day job and the podcast and blog is being forced back into my weekend work, like when I had a day job until 10 years ago. It's probably going to stay that way for a little while longer though as I try to get this release finished. I have all but one feature completed and I'm hoping to release Photographer's Friend 3.5 in the next couple of weeks, so please stay tuned for that. Thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast programme to ensure uninterrupted delivery. If you have a moment to rate the podcast or leave us a review in iTunes, that helps to keep us relevant in the huge number of podcasts out there now. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter and links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com so do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye.